0: At Digging Deeper, we want to do everything we possibly can to protect these babies from sickening creatures. We refuse to sit and watch from the bleachers. The Ugly Truth. Hard to listen to, but impossible to ignore. Here Struggle Jennings and his daughter Brianna with a cry for help. And then we'll get started on the Ugly Truth. <laughs>
1: blurry eyes, gonna be a horror story where the scary dies, angels fly with they guns out, causing hell of fire when mother Mary cries, I heard the lies, but I seen the truth, they gonna silence you, if you bring the proofs, they gon' call you crazy, when you call them out, they try to box us in, but we can box them out, don't dare ask me what I'm talking about, if you ain't listen yet, then you'll never hear it, we gonna pray to God, and we gonna stand up, got an army here, I know the devil fear, yeah the future's clear, when you know the past, and that train is coming, and it's rolling fast, gotta fix the path, it's on a broken track, there's no time, for us to be holding back. Now we need some leaders to wake up the sleepers. Make believers out of non-believers. Let freedom of speech ring through the speakers. Take the filthy rich to the cleaners. Shine our light, baby, high beamers. Don't let sex crimes be a misdemeanor. Protect these babies from these sickly creatures. I refuse to sit and watch from the bleachers. Huh? Save I can't save
2: there are hundreds of children in Arizona who are missing right now from state custody. But who is
3: out there looking for them?
0: Over one million children vanish each year.
3: The FBI has found dozens of missing children in Los Angeles. It's all part of what's being called Operation Lost Angels.
0: 83,000 each month.
4: They found nearly 978 children went missing in 2019.
0: 2,700 a day.
5: 72 missing children across Indiana, Iowa,
6: Ohio, and Georgia in the past several weeks. In the past several weeks.
0: 115 per hour.
2: In the meantime, the Arizona Department of Child Safety says tonight they can't locate 44 children who are supposed to be in their custody.
0: One every 30 seconds. Some in this operation were trafficked. Some sexually and/or physically
5: abused. This child trafficking thing is is real. Is real. real. It has always existed.
2: My name is Nancy Schaefer, and um, I'm from the state of Georgia in the United States. And. Thank you for your gracious invitation. Uh, I will share with you on the unlimited power of Child Protective Services. I served in the Georgia State Senate, and after four years of viewing the ruthless and unsparing actions of Child Protective Services, I wrote a scathing report entitled the corrupt business of child protective services. The report cost me my senate seat. This is not to say that there are not those children in wretched situations who need to be removed. There are, and we all agree.
5: If you have history in your past, you know a story of an abusive child who was saved by CPS, you can't then assume that CPS saves everybody. Who, who is mainly involved in CPS? Hospitals and doctors. Why? Because people trust hospitals and doctors. They shouldn't, but they do. And in the same hospital where babies are being born, the same hospital babies are being kidnapped. In the same place where people are being cured of cancer, the same place people are being killed with remdesivir and ventilators. And people can't separate that because they see it all as one. Something's either all good or it's all bad.
2: But tonight, I'm talking about those children removed from their homes intentionally for profit.
5: What is child trafficking? Child trafficking is when you kidnap a child for profit. In other words, if you take a child from its family and give it to somebody else for money, That's the definition of child trafficking. But what you need to recognize is that defines what the states are doing with the federal government.
3: There was no order.
7: There doesn't have to be an order. My baby is fine.
3: The mommy can go
8: without doctor's order, but not the baby.
5: The states are taking children, giving them to somebody else for money that they get from the federal government. That means that all 50 states are involved in government subsidized child trafficking. It's a ring. It is the largest and most pervasive child trafficking ring in the history of the world by sheer money and numbers.
2: Children are seized unnecessarily from their families due to the federal aid entitled the Adoption and Safe Families Act.
5: It was put into law in 1997 by Bill and Hillary Clinton. And I said it that way on purpose. And it is a law that literally steals money from the social security fund and gives this money to the states in order to incentivize them to kidnap babies.
2: To receive the adoption incentives or bonuses, local CPS must have more children. They must have more merchandise to sell.
5: Every child, once you've added it all up, is worth approximately a million dollars to the state. But we've been told that this is a 60 to 80 billion dollar a year industry, meaning the federal government is taking 80 billion dollars a year and giving that money to all of the 50 states to kidnap children.
2: Parents are victimized by the system that makes a profit for holding children longer and bonuses for not returning children to their parents.
5: But their own statistics state that 83% of all children who are taken by CPS Child Protective Services are for unsubstantiated allegations, meaning never should it have happened in the first place. So imagine anything else in the world where you know you get it wrong 83% of the time and you admit it, but you just keep doing it. Case workers and
2: social workers are often guilty of fraud They withhold and destroy evidence.
5: Uh, It doesn't make any logical sense as you study this all across the country, and it specifically doesn't make any sense in the case of my grandson, baby Cyrus.
0: Our journey began in May when Diego Rodriguez reached out to me to expose to the world what Child Protective Services was doing to his grandson, Cyrus. At the time of this interview, the parents of baby Cyrus were gagged by Judge Laurie Fortier under threat of imprisonment. And after starting to dig in, we had no idea how dark and how deep the rabbit hole would go.
5: What is this about, sir?
6: So this all started when my son Cyrus was having prolonged vomiting episodes. We had taken him to many different specialists to get checked out. Nobody could seem to find out what the problem was. We had just brought Cyrus back The following week from the hospital, from the ER, he had been discharged and everything, he was doing great. And then that week we had follow-up appointments with our um, specialists, nurse practitioners and such. That morning,
4: I woke up with a sore throat and uh, I was gonna try to go to that weight check anyways. And my husband was like, you know what, Just, just cancel, it's fine.
6: And so she called in and she asked them if we could Canceled the appointment and she was just gonna reschedule for that following Monday. They didn't answer the phone So she just left them a voicemail and apparently uh, 20 minutes after that they had called CPS and reported us just for that
4: and I woke up from my nap and there was a text message from a social worker. Um, my dad told my husband that the law enforcement had showed up at his home looking for my son, and looking for us.
6: In the evening, my, my wife was feeling much better. We went and we had dinner with our friend that had already previously been scheduled.
4: That moment we pulled out, my sister spotted an officer, and she said, oh, look, there's a cop right there. I think he's following us. And when I looked forward, there was an, a second officer that turned in in front of us. And immediately when that happened, I just, I knew, okay, so this is not going to be good. Uh,
6: the police officer said, um, you know, hey, I just have a bolo out on your truck and I need to detain you until Meridian Police come.
0: We got a call from Meridian Police Department
1: detectives, okay, and for whatever reason, they're looking for your truck.
6: And then it, it was just more and more and more, and pretty soon there was probably 10 to 15 police cars around 20 different officers or so, right? The detectives came up and they told us, hey, you know, we have a CPS referral for you guys. It looks like you guys missed your appointment this morning. Okay,
9: Levi, do me a favor, step out of the car. I would like
6: to first uh, speak with the No, I want you to step out of the car. Okay, is that my right to speak Not you? right now, it's time. Get out of the damn car. Get out of the car. I'm not gonna i I'm not gonna screw around with you, okay? Get out of the car. Right now. Get back
1: now. Are you gonna go to jail?
0: in so, for what?
4: I, what okay. I ain't the spur with you.
0: You
4: understand? I'm okay.
0: not
9: Time
4: to <laughs> no, no. injury to child. Get out of the car. Hey, you can't abuse me. I'm getting out. I'm, I'm getting out. Let me get out. For what reason? For a family injury to a child.
6: Okay? And I knew what was going to happen at this point, but I didn't want to accept it.
4: The officers come around to my side. They open the truck door, and at this moment, When this is all happening, I remembered what I prayed, and immediately I knew I had no doubt in my mind they were going to take him, that no matter what happened, they were going to take him.
1: Give me the baby, okay? I I
4: can't. Can you please
1: help me right now? You you
4: understand? I'm a a desperate mom right now. We know, we know. I I really need your help right now.
1: Talk to her. We'll give you that opportunity, okay? But we're going to take him to the hospital. If you want to go, you can Can come along. Can I ride with you? Yes, you can.
4: The fear that I had at that moment was like absolutely paralyzing I don't think there are many things I wouldn't have done to keep him and so he says come into the ambulance with the baby we just want to check on him we won't, you know, we won't separate you. You can go to the hospital with him. You can ride in the ambulance and you won't be separated. I promise you, you can trust me. The officer told me that he, I could go with him in the ambulance and to the hospital. Yeah, and I don't know what was said before then. I was, I was not a part of that conversation. You can't, you can't take okay. them. You can't. I, guys, I, I can't. You understand what happens when, when the state takes custody of
2: babies? I've seen this so many times, I can't, I can't be that next person. It has been reported over and over that six times as many children die in foster care than in the general public. Once a child is legally kidnapped and placed in official safety, the child is far more likely to suffer abuse, including sexual molestation and or
7: rape. So you have one option at this point. You need to give him to the EMT, and you can go on your merry way with your friends and your family who's out there. That's not merry at all. Or I remove him from you and you go to jail. You need to make that decision. You need to make it now, Chris. I won't let him go. Okay. Go ahead and jump all the way for me. Okay, Okay. please let him go so he does not get hurt, okay?
4: Okay. I, I, I let
7: him go. She. I, no, I just, she's going to jail. Okay. I just said I could, but her, I should,
10: I let him go. go. Oh, put your hands on your back. Yeah. Okay, you
4: And he had his hands over the AMT shoulder, like reaching out for me. They closed the, the ambulance door. That was the last thing I saw. No, go in the car. Cyrus. In the car. It's all right. It's okay. Cyrus. It's okay. In the car. No, Cyrus.
10: let me say bye. Cyrus. You're gonna make it your worse. You're gonna make it worse. Like your goodbye.
2: These are crimes against humanity, for financial gain. Rights are removed from parents. Human rights, civil rights and even religious rights.
5: But this is an, uh, a level and order of magnitude in terms of wickedness right up there with abortion and all other great evils. Man stealing is a capital crime, meaning God says those people who kidnap, who steal other men by force are worthy of death.
2: These parents trapped in the system become like refugees. They're dazed and glazed and have no one of whom to turn. They do not know what to do. And the loss of their children is
4: devastating. In the middle of us being good parents, desperately trying to take care of him, now the government's just gonna step in and say, okay, you're criminals, and we're taking your child from you.
2: After having worked in this arena for several years, I do not believe that a single child comes out whole after having been in this system. And it is a growing, criminal, political phenomenon spreading around the globe.
5: This is a spiritual battle. This is not new. This goes back thousands of years. I would say this literally goes back to the very beginning.
0: In order to understand this present darkness, of course we had to uncover its origins in the past. There was no other man more qualified than biblical archaeologist, Henry B. Smith, Jr. of the Associates for Biblical Research.
7: Archaeology is a tool uh, that can be used properly and carefully uh, as a, uh, an apologetic resource, as an educational resource, as a biblical resource to help people understand that what we find in Holy Scripture are not stories. They're not myths. These are actual events that took place in time and space. And the sovereign God who reveals himself in scripture uh, has preserved these things in scripture for us to understand, to understand human history, to understand our need for salvation, Uh, that we have a sin problem, a very wretched and deep one that needs a uh, redeemer. Jesus warns his hearers And he uses this very powerful picture of putting a millstone uh, around the neck of someone being tossed into the sea.
11: It would be better for them to be thrown into the sea with a millstone tied around their neck than to cause one of these little ones to stumble. So watch yourselves.
7: Unfortunately, in history and even in the modern day, that uh, children are attacked, abused, and in many cases, even kidnapped and murdered. One of the first passages that we see in the Old Testament is both in Leviticus 18 and 20, and it refers to what seems strange to the modern uh, reader at first glance, is the practice of child sacrifice. Particularly, we have mentioned in These passages where God is giving uh, absolute commands to the Israelites not to participate in the sacrifice of their children, to give them over to Molech. What we see in these warnings in the Old Testament that God is, is warning the Israelites are not just mere inventions. The Israelites are not just making up these gods, but they actually exist. All of it, though, involves the giving over of small children usually very small from what we understand from the archaeological evidence, to these gods. In the book of Jeremiah, we see a mention of it that it, it, it looked like it was taking place in the, in the valley of Hinnom, right outside the city walls of Jerusalem. What's interesting about that is eventually that place gained the name Gehenna, which Jesus uses the motif for hell. Now, when we think about the, the practice of child sacrifice in antiquity, People in the West often think of this as some barbaric practice of the world in the past. People kind of like want to close their eyes to the parallels that we have with the practice of, of abortion. The only distinction from a, from a human standpoint that we're talking about is uh, that the child is not born yet versus a child that's born.
0: total abortions since 1973. What if instead of sacrificing children to the sound of beating drums on blazing altars, they merely concealed themselves in discreet brick buildings with forceps and vacuum pumps? In 1984, one of the most disturbing and underreported cases of child sacrifice was discovered in a Los Angeles shipyard. In a repossessed shipping container, workers discovered over 16,500 aborted babies.
6: One of them fell down and hit me right in front of my feet. And it was opened up, and there it was. It was a mutilated body. And the more closer I looked at it, it was a human body. And when I came to work the following day, I, uh, I saw it myself. I couldn't believe it. And just, you know, just
3: little baby babies, you know, just all torn pieces. My hands chopped off, arms, legs.
0: And as bizarre and demented as that sounds, in December of 2020, Indiana authorities discovered a total of 2,411 medically preserved fetal remains in the possession of Dr. Ulrich Klopfer. There seems to be no logical explanation for such a volume of deceased babies. Until you learn that each one can yield thousands of dollars when sold to various institutions.
2: Planned Parenthood is accused of some disturbing crimes today. Anti-abortion activists released an undercover video film last year it claims to show a senior official discussing how the organization sells aborted baby parts.
0: The value of the fetal brains alone in that container was $35 million. Yes, $35 million. The official narrative is that they were preserved due to an inability to properly dispose of them at the time of abortion. A far more reasonable conclusion is that they were moving product. In the past, sacrifices to Moloch might yield better crops or victory in battle. This evil has evolved into a capitalist enterprise where the blood of these little ones
7: translates into millions in profit. Perhaps the particulars have changed over time, but the spirit is still the same, and it has a thread through all throughout history. We're going to sacrifice this child so we can get what we want in return. So the question is, is Moloch being paid today? Our archaeological research shows definitively that this practice took place for over centuries. So why in the world would we think that it wouldn't persist today?
3: Uh, my name is Brandi Brassell. I work with Warrior Bride Ministries. We are a ministry that um, we minister inner healing and deliverance, but we specialize in some of the most traumatized um, survivors of satanic ritual abuse and human trafficking. I think that um, I think that satanic ritual abuse is a lot greater and a bigger problem than most realize, and probably even myself, in sm- submersed in it as I am. Every neighborhood with 250 homes in it, 14 had satanic ritual abuse taking place. We had a client come in that his grandmother had brought him in. He was, um, from what I understand, fairly high up in ranking um, in a satanic, I guess, congregation or coven. And he talked about killings and murders and rituals that had he had experienced um, and an army. He spoke of it like it was an army, because it is. The enemy is after our children at whatever cost and whatever avenue he can get to them at.
1: I'm a satanic ritual abuse survivor. The Christian church says all the time that they fight an enemy, but I don't think they're aware of how organized and strategic the enemy that they're fighting is. That there is a intentional plan to break their children. An entire war for their offspring.
3: The things I've heard from our survivors are the very things that you read about in Deuteronomy with the children being passed through the fire to Moloch. It's not something new. It's been happening It's for ages and people want to stick their head in the sand and act like it's not happening or this is not true or it's made up or it's a conspiracy. I've met too many people with the same story from different places all over the world. We've got clients in New Zealand and in Canada that tell a very similar story and there's no way that they could have made that up. They're too similar in, circumstances they're too, the the rituals are the same the torture and the trauma is the same
11: we started investigating these secret satanic cults when a British member of parliament linked them with the ritual murder of children in this day and age it sounded too far-fetched as did suggestions that the same thing might be happening in Australia but then we met Teresa Teresa is now 15. But at the age of two, she was left in the care of this woman, the grandma she called Nan. And that, she says, is when her torment started. During these ceremonies, was Satan the devil ever referred to? He
12: was called Lucifer. Um...
11: What did they say about the devil, about Lucifer?
12: That um, killing the people made him happy.
11: Sacrifices to please the devil. According to Teresa, the worst rituals took place at a house somewhere in the country.
12: It was big, you know, expensive. From the front, it looked like a castle. You know, it had a long drive and big double wooden doors.
11: Do you think they were... Rich people then?
12: Very rich.
11: People
1: don't understand how organized it is. There's a satanic calendar. Grand climaxes happen four times a year. Those are major festivals. Think of your Christmas, your Easter, big holidays. We're talking major rituals. The September marriage to the beast ceremony. And if you look at the dates, The majority of kidnappings in the United States happened a week before. Because there's a preparation. Each satanic holiday requires a specific sacrifice. Whether it be blood or sex or
11: an animal, newborn babies, whatever they needed for blood. Let me get this right now. Uh, Are you saying that you saw more than one person killed in that house?
12: Yeah. I've seen um, loads of babies. Killed there, just newborn babies or aborted ones which were only small, you know, four year olds, any age really.
1: One sixth of Georgia has 37 comments. 37 four creating climaxes a year that require the sacrifice of a child or a woman. That's a lot of people. Where do the kids come from, the majority? They're used for that People don't want to
11: know that answer. If you're finding this hard to believe, so did I at first. If there is an expert on satanic cults, it would have to be him. Do you believe Teresa's story? I believe Teresa's story. It's exactly the same story as I've heard from men who says they've done it. You've dealt with other cases like hers? Yes. Twenty-one cases like hers, he says, in the past two years alone themes like they were put in boxes with spiders and worms, where they were trapped in fear, where there was a high use of excrement and urine, where there was talk of human sacrifice. Take just one of those rituals, putting children in boxes with spiders and worms. Now, listen to what Teresa told her mother. And they had a
3: coffin-like box that children were put in with spiders and snakes and the lid shut. And left in
1: there. Did you ever encounter the dream crime rituals? I don't what was that? What was that like it was the brutal torture of children within an inch of
0: their life? This is the artwork displayed in the home of Tony Podesta, a DNC super lobbyist. Is this life imitating art? or is this art imitating life? And the bigger question, who are the faces in these paintings? And where do they come from? And what if your neighborhood pizza parlor had an art showing like this? It makes you wonder, are we the crazy ones? Or have we just been paying attention?
11: The story of Teresa is a story almost too horrible to recount. A case of child abuse that goes well beyond the kind of things we normally associate with the abuse of children. In 27 years of reporting, it has to be one of the most painful stories I have ever had to tell. You mean you had a child? Yeah. How old were you when you had that child? 11. Mm. Motherhood at the age of 11. Never but 11. from what Teresa told her mother, it wasn't the only pregnancy.
3: We think um, about seven or eight times. It's hard to say. Um, it was constantly happening from the time she was capable of being pregnant.
11: What would happen uh, to the fetuses, the unborn babies?
12: I used to be taken away most of the time. And one time, the baby was taken out of me and then killed in front of me. Because it was still alive.
11: And then uh, what would happen?
12: Well, after they killed it, they would eat it.
3: This is a very common occurrence to encounter survivors that have lost children. And as children, they've lost children. Um, I think as young as 11 years old is what I've heard and encountered of babies having babies and watching them be sacrificed.
1: Multi-generational ritual abuse survivors. We're talking about if I were to have a child, who had a child, who had a child that's undocumented in these rings. So they breed kids for the specific purpose of using them for sacrifice? Breeders. And it's more common than you think. the rest of the kids from foster care, orphans, people that don't have any family.
3: We have had, um, Several clients come that were trafficked and transported through child protective services and foster care system. Federal or state organizations, they they want to deny that it exists or deny the problem because a lot of our children are passing through their hands. They are absolutely a part of the problem.
2: There are hundreds of children in Arizona who are missing right now from state custody. State lawmakers are now questioning how 70 foster kids can go missing. In the meantime, the Arizona Department of Child Safety says tonight they can't locate 44 children who are supposed to be in their custody.
3: Investigators believe the four children may have been taken from their foster home.
6: They recovered 25 missing and endangered children over the last month, one in four was part of what they believe in alleged human trafficking situation.
2: In Orange County last year, they had um, a bust for these traffickers. 65% of those victims were wards of Child Protective Services. Not only were they wards of Child Protective Services, but check this out. They were never reported missing.
6: Oh wow. Oh wow. So maybe they were literally sold. Well people within Child Protective Services.
2: This trafficking is a lot bigger and a lot more involved mm-hmm. politically mm-hmm. than we care to look at or the media won't cover. Mm-hmm. Everybody's afraid because there's some real big heavy hitters that are very influential that are involved.
1: I totally believe that the majority of the government is either involved covering it up, or has intentionally put blinders up so that they don't have to deal with it. Four years ago, Brian Kemp's wife told you that the state of Georgia lost 3,600 kids to trafficking. Where'd they go? If each of them, all 37 of them, need to sacrifice four times a year minimal, that accounts for a good chunk of them, doesn't it? What is it that they do not want uncovered that is leading to this body count?
3: it involved. And you're... Do
1: you want me to die? How deep it goes is insurmountable. I feel like everyone knows
9: he's involved. Hello, guys. Something special is happening in here. That's right, it's Brackets and Jackets bringing it back, for Brackets and Jackets. Special Epstein Island Edition.
10: My name's Corey, Corey Daniel. Um, Online, I go by The Phoenix Enigma. Check
9: out Phoenix Enigma YouTube recent video on death
10: and Hollywood. Okay. The channel began uh, morphing from desert and Phoenix stuff into the occult and following current political events. And I was, I began de-occulting or deconstructing these public rituals that take place in public settings. You know, back in the day, Witches and people who worked higher ritual, ceremonial magic would do them in basements. They'd do them in, you know mansions or castles or groves in the forest. Now the entire world has been pulled into these rituals, and they're now executed in public. And everyone is a part of it, whether they realize it or not. This all began, I guess publicly, it all began, on July 22nd, at 1:33 in the afternoon at the San Diego Comic-Con.
9: Okay, what's up? I'm back. I said some crazy shit on Twitter. That is true. Not something I wanted to say, but I'm tired of people lying. I've watched these people just lie and 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 they will never tell the truth. So I'm here to tell the
10: truth. Apparently, according to Isaac, Seth and Claire invited him over for dinner, talked to him about chicken, showed them, uh, showed him a room upstairs with a crib and baby stuff in it. And uh, Seth opened up like a bookshelf, like a secret room, like a real secret room. And in there was like chains and beds and stuff. And he says, This
9: is where we keep the children.
10: So he told that story on July 22nd at 1.33 in the afternoon. That's when he hit it go on his Instagram.
9: Seth Green, sorry my man, so sorry. I never wanted to do this,
10: but you're a pedophile. I never met Isaac Happy. I never knew Isaac Happy. I knew of him, but not by name. I knew there was a guy with crazy hair on the internet that had been talking about pedos. He mentioned by name Seth Green, he mentioned Tom Hanks, he mentioned Spielberg and you know, dozens of other ones. Google
9: paid Macaulay like, a lot of money to do those pizza ads, Google knows. I had a whistleblower that said uh, Eric Schmidt was a pedophile, so Google knows.
10: He was spearheading an underground social media movement called Unseal Epstein.
9: Epstein, that implicates uh, Israel for one. Was Epstein Island a Mossad Honey Trap? Hmm. I have a lot of whistleblowers who are a little bit like, uh... No, nah, but I'd like to tell you personally, but no, nah, not for me. We're getting closer and closer and closer. I got a, I got a line about a story that's going to be hitting about uh, some ped- pedophiles, um, famous ones. They still support Hillary Clinton. Oh, child trafficking, pedophile, cannibal, satanic pedophile, rapist, child
3: trafficker.
10: You want to know how the story ends? He was sourcing information from social media, aggregating it, and giving it to his handler, someone who I verified actually existed and was moving the information to DC. Uh, he had a DC contact. That's what he was doing. He was big, He, he had, or believed he figured out um, what Epstein was doing and who Epstein was and how far it went. He wound up being on um, Lift the veil channel?
9: It's gotta go. Like we, we should not have a world order where children are just uh raped and even murdered. It's it's disgusting. It's disgusting and sick. And it creates a lot of broken people. And I I don't I don't like that. They've been covering this stuff up longer than you and I have been alive. Yeah. This is nothing new.
10: It goes back to Babylon, doesn't it? He was on Alex Jones.
9: So many whistleblowers are coming to me with amazing information. It's explosive stuff. I've had people that have actually seen the uh, the blackmail material for a lot of really big people that you know their names uh, worldwide. The Epstein thing, like, you know, that was a giant honeypot uh, operation. And that's one of the things I've been stressing to the people that have been watching me. And by the way, a lot of people that have been watching me on my Periscope streams, they're new to this.
8: My name is Alicia. I was introduced to Isaac through a friend of mine. She kept telling me, you gotta watch this guy Isaac. He's talking about things that you know about. You should listen to Isaac. Isaac was very loving. He loved his audience. He brought everybody in with group hugs. He was immediately likable. And
9: way too low, a hug, yes, let's do it, hugs. Um, what up, family Lamborghesas? Here we are. What's up, everybody? Dun, 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 dun. What's up, family
8: But he talked about really heavy things, and I learned a lot.
9: Did you? Did anyone read that article I sent out on the Telegram group? Ooh, man, I posted something on the Telegram. Oh, geez, uh, made me sick to my stomach. someone I used to know
8: I would talk every now and in the live chats just a little bit and he kept talking about his family M group and so I got on telegram and I found how to find Isaac and he gave me the link to the room and so I joined the family I would talk to them and we would kind of have little conversations and Isaac would come in and out of those groups and he was always bouncing around from the different rooms and that's how Isaac and I started talking, was in the room publicly and then I messaged him once in a while in his private DM and, and we would talk a little bit. You know, in May, he made a request. Um, if you're an LA local and you wanna reach out, that would be nice. I would like to, uh,
9: you know, maybe talk to more people that are local. Um, because I've been by myself in my
8: house. I- but I messaged him and I said, hey, did anybody take you up on your offer to come and see you? And he said, no, nobody did. And I said, well, I'll be done with work in a couple hours then, send me your address. <laughs> oh my God, what am I doing? <laughs> right? And I'll bring you some dinner and I'll, I'll keep you some company.
10: He named his group of people he collected called the Family ambergesa That started out in Keybase.
9: Hi, hi, hi. So you can follow me once you download keybase.io at- Isaac Cappy.
10: And then it moved over to Telegram because Keybase is kind of gnarly to navigate. He was sourcing information. It was his support group. Um, he would go make his uh, Periscope videos and then he would go on. He was always in there. And he, you know, people wanted to be close to a, to a Hollywood actor and uh, people just started gravi- gravitating to him. But there was real work being done in there. Uh, I, I assume that the, the fan was infiltrated from the beginning uh, because Isaac said so. He said, I've, I've been infiltrated. There's people from the beginning that were not my friends, that were here watching me.
9: I wasn't going to say anything today, but I prayed and then Jesus said he had my back. So, uh, guys, I, I just found out a bunch of stuff this morning. Yeah, I, I look like I've seen a ghost. Yeah, I have. And someone that was very close to me. Uh, I'm pretty sure they were just there to infiltrate me. Uh, they tried to set someone up that you know and love. Uh... They're fucking evil. These people are evil. These people are evil. They're unregistered foreign agents. Oh boy.
8: When Isaac opened the door, I had my bags full of, my hands full of groceries and He he hugged me from the, the porch and we walked in and I put my things in. I said, now let's have a proper hug. And he hugged me so hard. Sorry. (sighs) He'd been alone too long, and he needed company so badly. I made him dinner. We sat down at the bar, and he held my hand, and we, we prayed over our food, and he thanked God for his food, and he thanked God for my kindness to be there. But he was nervous and he paced around his dining room he walked down the hall and he come back a little bit and he was nervous he was still pacing and i wasn't sure what else to do to help him feel relaxed and i'm a retired massage therapist and i said hey sit in your chair right here and why you let me rub your shoulders and your neck for you see if i can help you relax a little bit you look really tired and i had felt when i was running my fingers through his hair there was a knot this size on the low back end of his head. And it was raised off his head a good inch and a half. It was a huge knot. And I, I made note of it and I didn't touch his neck anymore. And I rubbed his shoulders and we talked. I felt him relax. And he said, I think maybe I can get a few hours sleep. I finally feel okay. So we said goodbye, and I said, why don't I come back in a couple days and we'll have another visit? I don't wanna see you be alone right now. And he said, I would really like that, please come back. So we made plans for me to come and see him again on Saturday, and I left. And then on Friday was that video.
9: Gonna miss the brackets and jackets? Yeah, well, the bracket tolls for the... I'm not suicidal. I'm not suicidal. Yeah, it's really bad, Miner. It's really and bad. It's really bad. Is this my last broadcast? Yeah, it probably will be. It probably will be. It probably will be. And I feel, I, I saw all the love outpouring towards me in the messages. And uh, it's made me feel really badly. Is Q going to bracket my initials? Probably, yeah. Probably.
8: When your name goes in brackets, it means you're dead. So, and he didn't want to say much more about that. Instead, he talked a little bit about um, things that were going on inside of him and the things he was thinking about and things that were happening to him. And people were so concerned about him. We were all concerned chatting amongst ourselves, in the family lamb, is he suicidal? What's going on? Something's wrong. So when I went back on Saturday, I said, hey look, I want to talk about your video with you because I'm, I'm worried about you and the whole family is really worried about you. And he said, I'm not suicidal. I'm really not, I promise you I'm not, but something bad is coming for me and it would be easier for me to commit suicide than what they're going to do to me. I said, do you know what that is? He said, they're going to tear me limb from limb. And I said, how can we make you safe? He said, there's no way to make me safe. Nothing is going to make me safe from this. He says, I have been totally lied to everyone around me that I thought I was doing the right thing with. They were not who they said they were. Not a one of them was who they said they were, and I suddenly had that understanding. And that's when I knew I was in trouble.
9: Only listen to good, I don't even know who's good. Even the people I think are good are like not even helping me. Like they're just, they're just like, oh yeah, whatever, I was just doing cool stuff for us. They don't care about me. They don't fucking care about a human being. They don't care about David Scherner. They don't care about vegan Mikey. They don't care about people that are abused. They don't care about
8: anybody. That day, I never saw a human suffer so much. He was terrified. And at one point he lay down on his bed and he said, I don't wanna be inappropriate, but I'm really scared and I really need someone to hold me. Would you mind? So I crawled up next to him and wrapped myself around him and hugged him really tight and touched his face and touched his hair and he'd just start to calm down and then he'd get up and run again. Out in Apple Valley where he lived, it was uh, reasonable for there to be sudden weather changes. And we were out on the back. He was smoking and these clouds rolled in and it got dark nearly immediately. And he said, there's a storm coming to me. I said, yeah, why don't we come inside? It looks like it's gonna rain. And so we came inside and he said, let's go get tacos. this left up the street there were some old old buildings and there was nothing going on. My radio wasn't on, it was quiet in the car because we were talking and all of a sudden there was this sound of music in my bones, in my head, in my body and we both jumped. There's the Collins song, In The Air Tonight and it was the lyrics, can you feel it coming? And the music stopped as soon as we got into the parking lot. I was trying to turn my radio off. The radio was not, it turned on when I pushed it. He had admitted that he was hearing a lot of sounds and a lot of noise and a lot of music and that he had been banging his head on the ground and that attributed to the knot on the back of his head. When people are targeted with V2K, for a long period of time, their occipital bones hurt. You can't touch them. And that's right where I touched Isaac, where he almost cried. And then they start banging their heads anywhere they can because the sound bounces off of your occipital bones and into the center back, and then it projects forward.
9: Guys, I have a headache today to let you know last time I told you I had a headache after we talked for a while like the headache went away so I'm telling you in hopes that that happens again
8: after my visit with him on Saturday I was gonna come back on Sunday and pick him up and bring him to my place give him a week and uh, I messaged him a few times and he he didn't get back to me right away and about 3 o'clock he messaged me back and said I'm gonna go see my mom. This is important to me. Um, but I'll take you up on that when I get back. Sunday I- evening, I was vacuuming and doing some chores, and I heard my. I had followed him on Instagram, and I heard a, the tone for something on Instagram, so I picked it up. It was Isaac, and he was doing a little live, and you could see the sun setting behind him. And he was pulling at his hair and twisting it and talking. And he kind of showed in his car with his camera he was alone. And then we didn't hear from him. He was busy talking to other people. And I kept checking to see if he was coming into the chat. Nothing and nothing. And we started asking, anyone here from Isaac? Anyone here from Isaac? Anyone here from Isaac? We didn't hear anything on Monday. Nobody heard anything on Monday. And then on Tuesday morning, I was sitting at my desk and I was working and one of my new friends in the family land said, I need to tell you something.
9: I'm not suicidal. I'm not suicidal. Did I lie about Seth Green? No, Seth Green's a pedophile. Uh, Am I afraid of something? I'm afraid of. Uh, n- no, I. Well, I should be, because bad things are coming my way. I can assure you of that.
6: out of New Mexico.
2: Former State Senator Nancy Schaefer and her husband Bruce were found dead today at their Habersham County home.
7: Fox News' Justin Gray
6: is here now with more justice.
2: Speak up for those who can't speak for themselves and for the rights of all who are destitute. Speak up and judge fairly. Defend the rights of the poor and the needy. Thank you.
0: This story began with the abduction of baby Cyrus. And so you may be wondering if his fate matched those of the thousands of children who enter foster care. Not many people can say that they've witnessed a miracle. But when Diego invited me into his home to share their story, I experienced the undeniable power of God. Especially, you know, I mean, we have a huge movement of God that we can feel in this country right now.
4: Absolutely. And... Hey, oh, Sorry, God. God. We it's have over. some news, we just got off the phone with our lawyers, they space the case.
6: It's over. No it's over. gag order. Done. <laughs> I think. It's done. We're done with it. You have got to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Your gag order is just done. Just got off the phone with our lawyers. <laughs> no gag order. Com- Cyrus, Cyrus is ours. Is ours. <laughs> <boy>.
9: Maybe I'll come back. We'll see. But stay in the light. Stay in the moment. Maybe I'll be back later. I love you. Take care, okay?
0: Thank you for listening to The Ugly Truth, because they can't
10: stop us,
9: cause we're ready to fight, trying to brainwash us, but we won't let freedom die, the whole world's brainwashed.
0: Everybody think a team, start a riot in the streets, the whole world's brainwashed. It's us against them, and ain't you against me. The Ugly Truth, hard to listen to but impossible to ignore.